Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. an abrupt stop but welcome pull up a seat pour yourself a cup of tea my name's jason rodriguez and i'm the parliament raven and we are in the recovery series and you guessed it by now you should know this episode is called a hard knocks life and of course i got to give credit where credit's due to annie the musical 2014 album from the movie uh, and I think it's universal music, but I'm not making any money off of this. So, eh, if it's a little botch, either way, not my work, but still serves its purpose. Hopefully I don't get a knock on the door. Anyway, so what are we, what are we doing? Why are we, hard knock life, recovery, teachings, hope, well, where are we going? Well, today we're definitely going to talk about what life looks like when it's, when it's hard knock and how do we get through the school of hard knock as, as believers, as seekers of wisdom and truth, as uh, spiritual giants in a world of physical activity. So what do I mean? What do I mean hard knock life? Well, here's some examples from my my life, living on a couch with relatives as a child, going to bed hungry, being bullied at school. Man, I could do a whole episode about that. Having to wear hand-me-downs, which wasn't too bad. I mean, I had some pretty cool hand-me-downs, but still. Uh, working at thankless jobs, I have a list. Being passed over for a raise or job promotion, I have a list. Being ignored or shunned at a church, I I got some examples. I'm not going to talk about the churches, but some examples would be, hey, stop clapping at worship. You're disturbing people. You need to go home because that shirt you're wearing is a bit disturbing. Are you sure you belong here? So I trust me, folks, even I, a, a believer and churchgoer, have been ostracized by church believers. But that doesn't matter because the God of the universe, creator of all, creator of us, who brings life and joy and wants a relationship with you, wants a relationship with you. <laughs> right? And that sometimes, just like in families, um, in the church is a big family, there's people that just don't get along. Cousins we don't get along with, brothers, sisters, parents, right? Let's continue on. Uh, life can be hard. And worse than what I've listed, let's take a look at the Bible. <laughs> See, there's examples that we can find in the Word of people who suffered really bad things, but still were able to find joy, shalom, peace and wholeness. Right? I'm gonna, you're going to hear me uh, in the future talk about that more because... We've heard the word shalom, and we think, ah, peace. But 
it really is this concept, if I was to, to unravel the Hebrew word of wholeness, of being of mind, body, and spirit in complete, you know, unity and, and, and fulfilled in all sections, right? Because your mind, body, and spirit. So back to my list of people who had hard knock lives in the Bible. Job uh, loses all his children's, his possessions, his health, and his wife and friends tell him to curse God and die. You have a Jacob whose uncle married him to first the wrong person and then second the right person and then tried to cheat him out of his pay. Uh, you have Joseph, who first was, here he goes, thrown into a pit, sold into slavery, <sighs> accused of raping his owner's wife, thrown in jail, made head of the jail, uh, and then called to Pharaoh, and that's when his life began to turn around. You had David, whose son tries to overthrow him. You have Jesus who was crucified. You have Paul who was lashed thirty more than 30 times, uh, sunk in an ocean and had to swim to safety, thrown in jail, and ultimately paid the price with his life. You, uh, the list and things goes on. Uh, you know, Samson, who was hero, was later uh, betrayed by his wife, blinded, and then... Uh, committed a gigantic sempuku and took all his enemies with him by destroying the the eating house where they were feasting. You have these things in the Bible, in, in history, if we go back, of hard knock times, right? Uh, the Israel being conquered, Israel being in slavery, uh, specific people being on the run, you know, Hard times come, and hard times go, and it really mindset really does play a precedence on how we survive, find hope, get to the other side, and and, and overcome. Right. So when life comes at you, you have two decisions, man. We are talking. Look, recovery is as we go through recovery. I want you to know we're going to continue to look at decisions because to recover, at least spiritually and mentally, decisions have to be made. Sometimes in the, in the world of triage, which is the medical field here in America, and I only speak from an American perspective because I haven't been treated in Britain or Korea or Mexico for illnesses uh, or Canada. Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends up there. I only can speak of triage Medicaid, medical, not holistic, here in America. Sometimes we have to make the decision to sometimes cut something off or cut something out, right? A decision must be even made there. In coaching, in order to move forward, you have to make a decision, right? If, if you were being mentored by me, I would force you to make a decision. I would present it to you. Whether if you listen to not, I might be the decision might be, am I the right coach for you or not? And sometimes I'll make the decision and go, no, I'm not the right guy. Sometimes I make the decision and go, yeah, I'm the right guy, I can help you. And then again, then we start to talk and we start to talk about decisions. Same thing in recovery, right? Right, my dear Parliament, 
the same thing is making a decision. So what what decisions do we have to make? It would help if I had the verse at hand. One second. Okay, and away we go. <laughs> a brief interruption. James, also known as the book of Jacob, if you go back. Uh, 1, verse 2 through 4. This is the TPT edition. Yes, there is some argument over it, whether it is a translation. I consider it a paraphrase, but it is good for the point we're trying to make. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulty, see it as invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into parts of your being until there is nothing missing or lacking. If you look at some of the greatest inventors, greatest CEOs, greatest theologians, greatest saints in history, as we know them today, they're all going to tell you they went through a time period where things were low, but they kept the mindset of getting through it and building. For instance, Edison said he learned 10,000 ways how not to do something. That's a positive mindset that takes us through. Now, that's not easy to cultivate, especially if you had bad teachings of lies. Or no one's given you hope in your life and your hope has been drowned out by your worries or anxieties. Or, I mean, the list goes on, right? So, take it as a chance to do endurance. Think about it. When you exercise, you then feel pain. <laughs> Let me tell you, personal experience. I exercise Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And when I get the opportunity to sail, I sail on Sundays. And sometimes Sundays is an extra workout and I'm sore for Mondays, as I was this last week. That being said, Parliament, hear me out, right? We must get through the small pains or large pains to grow the endurance for the next step. Because you recover and then you sprint or you run the distance and you get to the goal and guess what? Then you're going to set another goal or you're going to find the next bump and you're going to experience pain again as you do the change. As we talked about in the teaching episode, right? Recovery from bad teaching. I, there's an expectation of failure, right? Just like muscle failure where you get up, you've built the endurance, and you do it again until you break the bad teaching, the bad mindset, the bad emotional damage, and you move forward. Now you can, the Lord will sometimes grant grace, which is an exceptional gift that we are not deserving of, right? Well, and mercy is, we'll talk about that another day, but a grace where it just happens. Wow, blam, bajam. Right. And, and, you know, Azusa Seat Revival has miracles that way. Right. Somebody doesn't know how to play the piano, get on the piano, they start playing and they're able to play at, at an exceptional level. Right. Miracles such as that. And other times it's a struggle to build the endurance and the character 
I need to say that again. The character needed to carry the weight of who you're going to be and what you're going to do. Right? I wouldn't have a 16-year-old who knows nothing about business or money who comes from a poverty, an impoverished mindset with no drive. I wouldn't put him in charge of a Fortune 500 company. He doesn't have the endurance to handle the stress, the, the money, and the challenges that will come for that, just like you wouldn't put them in leadership until they have built the stress. Yes, of course they could have amazing character, but they're going to need to come alongside and experience the weight. You don't start, you don't start a 110-pound soaking wet guy in the as a linebacker for the New York Giants. He doesn't have the muscle, the endurance, or the size for it. I think that's better a better example than than the 16-year-old, right? Um, and, and sometimes it's hard to come to mind with these examples. So recovering from hardship takes time. Within the moment you should endure and hold on. Right? And and after you rest and recoup, nurture the mind and the body, eat well, laugh well, spend time doing the things you love, and remember who you are and where you want to go. And sometimes in the middle of the thing, the pain you're enduring or the hard the the hard knock aspect, you are going to need to Find that rest and recoup and continue to build endurance and then rest and recoup again when it's over. Sometimes you need a spot, and that's okay. Let me again say that. Uh, uh, That is okay. Failure is a part of recovery, like I said. Building the muscle, focusing on making those good habits. Sometimes you need to go beyond. You need to seek help. And now, I. this is going to go more, I'm, I, I hate to say, this is going to go more to my believers than my my non-believing listeners. Those who have yet to join the kingdom. I, I like to think about that, parliament listeners, but, you know, that's just me. It's okay to seek help, coaching, counseling, um. And what you need. And sometimes you can't find that in the church. And you will need to find a believer or someone outside of the church who will honor your beliefs and get you to where you need to go. And that's okay. And I know that over time this is becoming more acceptable in church. But we are we believers are coming to a point where we can acknowledge that we haven't built in the equipping, the the counseling, the coaching is not found all in, under one roof, which is okay. We we are called to be out in the world and impacting the world, and also our family of believers, so that we can increase the family. We want people to meet God. We want people to have an experience where the Holy. Spirit does a miracle, gives them a, um, a sign or a wonder or a word, something that will radically impact and change a life. 
And man, I sure hope that while you listen, that maybe one day that this meager podcast might do that for you. But even then, even not, at least you're going to get and know that you can make it through and seek the help you need. And sometimes I might not be the help, and sometimes I might be the help, but at least let me direct you to say that when life gets hard, seek assistance. It's okay. Though in God's weakness, in our weakness, <laughs> wow, Jenny, uh, uh, though in our weakness, God is strong, it's okay to seek a hand to get out of a pit. Right? Though in our weakness, we, God is strong, it's okay to seek out a hand to get pulled out of a pit. And God will bring those along who we need, right? So find those coaches, find those leaders. Um, where you lack, find those books, right? C.S. Lewis is great for theology. The Bible is great for wisdom. There's Proverbs. Soak those in. Lamentations, if you're going through a bad time, the Bible can agree with those. But at the end, there's a time for rejoicing, right? Uh, If you need a coach uh, or you need a leader, of course, I'm going to recommend myself at Gravitas. I'm also going to recommend Take New Ground uh, for, for when you don't or can't have me. Or we just don't jibe. I can't help you with what you're doing. I also have another friend, uh, Jeremy Hibbets. He can help you too, uh, definitely with the physical stuff. And I do know some more coaches if he's not your guy. Still, seek help and gain getting to that next level. You know, I w- I'm going to always point you, as I said, and will continue to say to the ultimate wisdom of God and his word, the Bible. But there are sometimes you need a guide. There's sometimes you need a prayer. There's sometimes you need a word. You can find that in the church. You can find that sometimes in your parents. But if you need help, listen up. Seek it. You're not alone. There's always someone. There's someone for everyone out there who's willing to help to lend a hand, right? That a hard knock life is not is always a life worth living because in the end there will be joy. There'll be a sunrise. There'll be a moment after the rain and you'll breathe in deep. So what's the challenge? Go out. Figure out what your next level is in this hard knock life. And if you need a coach, get a coach. If you need a book, get a book. If you need me, reach out. Anyways, this has been Recovery Hard Knock Life. This has been the Parliament Raven. Can't wait to record the next one and have you join me. So, Pour yourself another cup of tea, and I'll see you next time. Thank you. Like, subscribe, leave a good comment. Thanks for visiting the Parliament. 
If you want to know about Gravitas Coaching, please visit gravitas.co. It's also where we host the Parliament. Last but not least, the intro and outro music credits. Intro music by Russ Budgen and outro music by Sardam Aravistov.